this is legend i'm sam i'm amy and we are a podcast about cryptids urban legends and the paranormal so we got new carpet in our house and i'm super excited and because we got new carpet in our house we decided to rearrange the entire house and so now (laughs) i have an office an actual fucking office you guys i am a professional (laughs) however because i am in this room and it does not have things as amy was informing me a bed helps muffle sounds it may sound echoey we're gonna try it in here and see how it sounds for this episode if we don't like the way the audio sounds don't worry we're going to well I'm going to move back into <laughs> my bedroom to be recording future episodes <laughs> but uh I'm just really excited for my office but I did I was telling Amy before we got on that um I can hear every sound my house makes from this room for some reason so my husband was doing the dishes and I had to tell him to stop doing the dishes and he told me (laughs) that I should record that for the future Mm -hmm. so that he can use it as an excuse to never do the dishes of course he would (laughs) yeah and uh we had to stop the washing machine Uh, in the dryer and I had to um, have him turn the tv off and put his phone on silent because I can literally hear everything oh and the rock tumbler in the bathroom that is on the other side of the wall of this room is (laughs) where we have the rock tumbler going for the kids and could hear that so I had to put that on a towel to kind of quiet that it was a lot of work before I got on tonight so does it make you wonder what Val used to hear when she was in there that you didn't want her to hear (laughs) I'm afraid (laughs) I always thought being across the house was uh, oh by the way you guys did not know I know you didn't but where my office is was my daughter's bedroom it makes me wonder a lot what she heard I mean just (laughs) we would talk about Christmas presents we would talk about birthday presents in the living room and now I know she could hear every single thing that we probably said yeah it's a little discouraging but um I don't know if Jamie can hear in that other bedroom so probably probably the same exact thing but why could I not hear anything in my bedroom well I feel like your room probably has more insulation in the walls. And by the time they got to these littler rooms, they were like, "Mm, they don't need that much. Well, what dicks? They should have known that was going to be the kids' rooms. (laughs) They need the most insulation. Parents need to be able to hear. Kids need to not hear anything. Jamie's room might not be as loud because he does have the kitchen on the other side. I feel like they might have, you know, bulked up some insulation there. Val is just her wall is the living room and your living room is big and open and everything echoes in there you got huge ceilings and not carpeted floors in there so it just bounces around well yeah 
<laughs> yeah, I just wanted to tell everybody that in case it sounds echoey and bad. And I'm also excited that I got new carpet because we have asshole dogs. So <laughs> I'm super excited, you guys. I'm very excited for you. Thank you. I'm sure the dogs are not excited. Though. They are not excited because we got smart and we baby gated off the bedrooms so they can only pretty much hang out in the living room in the backyard so I mean like Amy said my living room is gigantic so don't worry they're not like (laughs) up in a little spot and the kids spend the majority of their time in the living room so yes they do so they're not alone they're not lonely yeah although I'm sure Bowie misses cuddling with you on the bed he does but he is the biggest asshole of them all so (laughs) Not a chance. They got dog beds, nice and cozy. Henry's got his chair, so Mm. they're all good. Well, you want to know this big secret I've been keeping from you all week? Yes, I do, actually, really much so. (laughs) Okay. Well, before I tell you what we're talking about, I have a funny story for the listener. I don't know how funny it's going to be to them, but it was... I like how you said listener. You're right. There is probably only one. (laughs) I was singling them out so they felt special. Oh, okay. Well, because we both know there's at least two. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm ridiculously excited for today's episode topic. I think it is a standout among urban legends. It's the first thing that pops in my head when talking about them. I Shut just up. got it. <laughs> oh my God. I've been thinking about what it was all freaking week. Well, don't ruin the story. I won't. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> so I ran a test on Sam to see if I could call this one the first story people generally think of when they think of urban legends. I asked her to name the first three urban legends she thinks of. She said, hook hand man, pig man. And Mothman. First of all, I don't count Mothman. He's always <laughs> referred to as a cryptid. Other yeah. than that, she proved me wrong. So upset by the results, I went to my husband, who even knew what episode I'm working on. And he said, all cryptids. So he said, all cryptids. Yeah. Cryptids. Cryptids. <laughs> so next, I go to my dad and my sister. Lindsay lists a bunch of cryptids, so I make her do it again. She still doesn't say what I want her to, though. (laughs) Then my dad says some generalized topics like abductions, vampires, werewolves. All in all, this is one experiment that failed hard. To me, they will always be number one, though. So, you ready to know what it is? Yes. Bloody Mary. Yes, I did. <laughs> that is what I was thinking. I was like, wait, watch. She says some what I was not thinking. <laughs> Speaking of, you told me I had to get a candle, right? Oh, yes. I yeah. don't have one. So let me it's go grab okay. one really quick. No, you, you don't need it right this moment. Oh, okay. You can prepare later. So <laughs> we're not talking about the drink, but we are talking about a witch a queen, or maybe even a car accident victim. Damn. So I'm curious. 
how were you told to play Buddy, Bloody Mary when you were a kid? I think we were, we went into the bathroom, the lights were off. We looked into the mirror and we said Bloody Mary three times. Okay. That That's generally what I was told to. Sometimes depending on who I was doing it with, we had to spin around. Or... I was just going to say that. I think a couple <laughs> times they told us to spin. Yeah. But that's generally what I was doing too. Also, side note, I talked to my dad yesterday and I told him about it. He didn't even know what Bloody Mary was. So really? he doesn't count for that whole other story. <laughs> How do you live I guess your life without knowing? It's more directed towards young girls. Yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, so I'll let it slide, but hopefully he'll listen to this episode and learn what Bloody Mary is so that he can go do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all he's ever wanted to do. Wouldn't with that life. be so funny, though? <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> so I have another question. Mm-hmm. Were you ever told what would happen if Bloody Mary arrived? Just that she would appear. Okay nothing else but I assumed it was bad okay which doesn't make sense to why I'd want to do it but yeah yeah so I was just told that she would appear and scare the crap out of you so I never understood exactly why we did it either I mean if you wanted to be scared why don't you just go watch a scary movie or go to a haunted house not like my mom was depriving me of that (laughs) not conjure up some evil woman So, first of all, there's a lot of variations to the ritual. There's a few different names to call out. You can say Bloody Mary, Hell Mary, Mary Worth, Mary Wales, Kathy, Black Agnes, Agnes, (laughs) among many others. Uh, There's also different phrases you can call out such as I believe in Mary Worth or Mary, I killed your baby. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, that one's brutal. Why would you say that? Well, there's a story that goes with it. So we'll get a little bit into it, but I don't know why you would want to say it. It seems very rude. Mm -hmm. It also varies how you perform the ritual. So Lights completely off, one candle in the center, two candles on either side. Repeat her name three times, repeat her name 13 times. Don't forget that you can also increase the intensity of your voice as you go. Then we also have varying results. So she can just show up and stare at you. She can drive you mad. She can scratch you. She can gouge your eyes out wow she can kill you oh okay or my favorite abduct you and take you into the mirror to live with her what does that consist of like what happens when you live in the mirror with her i don't know you're gone from this world forever Mm, that's all that counts (laughs) so i'm gonna let you do a choose your own adventure would you like to know her many possible origin stories or know why it's centered around a mirror first origin first okay so 
the most referenced person when looking up who Bloody Mary is, is a queen by the same nickname, Mary the First. She was hmm. the oldest child of Henry VIII, who is best known for having six wives and all the fun ways he got rid of them. Pause for a second for me to make a side note. You guys got to listen to the musical Six. You will hear <laughs> oh, about yeah. Henry's six wives. <laughs> One of my favorites. Okay, continue. Totally forgot about that musical, by the way. It's a good one. Yeah. Is it like on something though? Like Amazon or? I don't know because I got, I just heard about it and I bought the iTunes album. So I've never seen it, but, uh, (laughs) but you're promoting it. it. (laughs) Oh, I sure am. It's amazing. That's good. So Mary's mother was the first of his wives, Catherine of Aragon. Mm Mm-hmm. Who is now also- I just want to sing you all the songs because <laughs> each one has a song. That's so Sorry. funny. Catherine is also referenced as being a possibility for the urban legend. I would assume she is who people are summoning when they say Kathy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, Henry VIII was mad he didn't get a son from her and tried to get the marriage annulled, but the Pope wouldn't let him. So he decided to make himself supreme head of the Church of England and just Mm -hmm. do it himself. In doing so, he remarries and makes Mary illegitimate, which dethroned her as the heir. Long story short, her dad did sketchy stuff to get his way, and she ended up having to fight her way into power. Nope. Once in power, she tried to bring England back to the Catholic Church, and ended up burning 300 Protestants at the stake, thus earning her the nickname Bloody Mary. Wow. I did not know that. (laughs) They don't talk about her very much in the play. (laughs) Now, I realize she probably had a lot of vengeance inside of her, but I just don't feel like she fits the bill for my version of Bloody Mary, at least. Okay. So next option, also a queen, Queen Mary of Scots. She married her cousin. Hmm. Yucky. I typed, she matted her cousin. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's better than marrying them. (laughs) His name was Henry Stewart. He then murdered her Catholic secretary. He ended up dying mysteriously, no doubt that Mary had a hand in his death, and to make her look even more guilty, she ended up marrying the person at the top of the suspect list for actually committing the murder, James Hepburn. James ended up abducting her and held her prisoner while trying to get support to take claim of being king. Support never came, however, and he was arrested. Mary was kicked out of her position as queen. Her infant son took the throne and she ran away to England. Wow, that's a whole lot going on. There is, this is where it actually gets interesting. (laughs) That wasn't interesting because that was like a lot. No. 
So she was imprisoned for 18 years. From what I gather, this is because she had tried to rule England and Scotland, but England already had a queen, which was Elizabeth I, which is Mary I's half-sister, as weird as this is. Mm. That's a side note, though. It has nothing to do with this. (laughs) Okay. They did have some sort of rivalry, though, Elizabeth and this Mary. So... That's why she was in prison for 18 years. In 1586, some letters were found from Mary about wanting to overthrow Queen Elizabeth. Mary was tried for treason and sentenced to death. And then things got really bad. (laughs) Her executioner was having a really bad day. He failed to kill her on the first oh, strike. No. Missed her neck and whacked her in the back of the head. Oh my God. The, the second hit made it to her neck, but failed to decapitate her. So Someone's losing their job after this. <laughs> it gets better. So he was left to slice away to finish severing the head. Oh, yeah. He's, he's fired. He grabs the head by the hair to hold it up and say, God save the queen. But the head dropped to the ground and he was left holding a wig. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. To make matters worse, Mary's little terrier had been hiding in her dress the entire time. And when it came out, it refused to leave her side. What? How? (laughs) This one might be pretty gruesome, but she wasn't exactly the type of person to be called Bloody Mary, unless you count her execution. Yeah. So I don't count her, but I do feel so bad for the dog. Like they had to How come and get in there, physically remove him. Oh, he was just a little baby terrier, like a little, little tiny guy. So he was, you know, they wore big fluffy dresses then. So he just was hiding. Yes, I, I understand that. But how did it stay in there? I don't know. It just walked with her up the stairs and stuff, maybe. Oh, I see. Yeah, but poor, poor little Tim here. So you're going to love this one. Option three, Elizabeth Bathory. I knew it. I was waiting. (laughs) I was like, she has to be on that list. She (laughs) has to. Now, I know her name isn't Mary. So why would she be a contender? Well, she was probably one of the most brutal female serial killers ever. Mm -hmm. It's said she murdered anywhere between 100 and 650 people. She has been nicknamed the Blood Countess because she was said to bathe in the blood of her victims to preserve her youthful appearance. Mm -hmm. I feel like she might be weird enough that she gets an episode later on, so I'm not telling you any more than that. Yep. (laughs) however i I know a lot a lot about her from other podcasts and things like that and she was actually on my list but if you want to cover her i will scratch her off her on your list you are more than welcome to cover her i just think that she is incredibly fascinating and messed up also Kathy Bates played like a version of her in American Horror Story that has stuck with me so hard that I can't picture anything other than Kathy Bates. 
<laughs> I love her. She is amazing. I've never watched American Horror Story, but everything else that I've seen her in is really good. Well, you should watch it, especially that season. That was a good freaking season. It was the one with witches. And you know, how everyone much I tells love me them. to watch it, but I don't know. I th- I saw the first season. The first season is insane. It's insane, overdone, and just like, what are you watching? But I, then there's a few a in there that are good. Yeah. Anyway, so however brutal she might have been, I don't like her for the role of Mary. So we're moving on. <laughs> really? I'm surprised. The only thing that makes me not really think it it would be based on her is because her name is not Mary. Yeah. And every other way, I feel like she's probably a good fit. Yeah, but I don't like see her gouging out your eyes. Well, I mean, I, I do. do if she was torturing you. What she used to do. Yeah, but like just scratching you. That's a big thing. Like everybody talks about them just scratching with their hands. I don't like that either. I don't see her doing that. All right. Well, let's hear. <laughs> so next we have Mary Wales. Wales. Whale. <laughs> Whale. Mary Wales. <laughs> oh, I'm slap happy. I found an interesting story to go for that name. So there was this real evil dude called Old Man Wales. He had a farm, but to make more money, he would catch runaway slaves and return them for a fee. Ew. (laughs) When he couldn't find any, he would capture free men and sell them to slavery. Wow. Yeah. So kind of a dick. He did not have anything better to do with his life. Yeah. Well, when the Civil War happened, his business flopped. Then, to make things worse for him, his beloved wife died giving birth to a daughter named Mary. Hmm. Old Man Wales hated the kid, blamed her for killing his wife, and made her life awful. One day, when Mary was getting older, Old Man Wales noticed how similar she looked to her mother. He couldn't deal and brutally stabbed her in her sleep. Wow. <laughs> also, if you want to be technical, my man, um, you killed your wife. You impregnated her. So technically, yes. Mm-hmm. He buried Mary in a makeshift grave in the basement. A, That's a strange place. Well, they weren't like paved, paved. Oh, yeah. Cemented back then. So gotcha. Or the time frame they're referencing. A couple days go by, and when he walks into the kitchen, she is standing there, dripping blood everywhere, and her almost severed head is flopping to the side. Uh Uh-oh. Old man Wales freaks out and runs out the door, but when he turns around, she's gone. A week later, he's reading the paper. When he looks up, she is sitting across from him knitting and bleeding everywhere. She lunges at him. terrifying. A little bit. Just just picture it. Someone knitting and just gushing blood everywhere from a million wounds. Super great. Mm -mm. (laughs) She lunges at him with the needles and he takes off running again. This time, before she disappears, she manages to cut him twice on the back with the needles. Ooh. So then he is all scared and he hides in the barn like a big baby for a few days. 
Eventually, he thinks it's safe to go back in. Since he has been in the barn, he decides to take care of his hygiene. What? Well, you know, he's been in the smelly barn with no showers or anything, right? Oh, you're saying when he went back to the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying while he was in the barn. That'd be interesting. He decided. I was like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Well, he goes to shave and Mary pops up in the mirror. Mm -mm. She lunges out at him and scratches his face. He runs to the barn again, but hears her behind him. When he turns, she is standing there with a ladder and a noose hanging from the rafters. So... This is my guess as your top pick? No. But he he ends up hanging himself to finish that story. But no. Oh, sorry. This is not the one I'm going with. Really? I'm surprised. There's more. (laughs) All right. All right. So another specific name called out is Mary Worth. Um, She actually has... couple weird stories but this is the one i picked um i found an article about her in an illinois newspaper well not about her but about the legend of her okay so in the 1860s mary worth ran a reverse underground railroad she would bring slaves in under false pretense of helping them with the Underground Railroad. But then she would capture and sell them back to the South, much like the other dude. What is wrong with people? To make it worse, there were rumors that she would also use them for rituals in the, her dark arts magic stuff. Wow. Yeah. So eventually she was caught and lynched on her property. Good. Goodbye. <laughs> Ursula Bliski, an author and founder of Chicago Hauntings Incorporated, says she talked to a 90-year-old in the 1960s that claimed they watched her burn at the stake. Wow. However, there were other things that I had seen that said that she was actually a victim of like the Salem witch trials. Okay. Or like that era. But mm-hmm. not it, not if it happened in Illinois. So this must be the Illinois version. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they have it. Yeah. So she burned at the stake, but it is unclear if it was at the property or at a cemetery. And they don't know if they buried her at the property or at a cemetery. However... They shouldn't have buried her in the cemetery because it was thought, you know, to be sacred ground and you can't put a witch on sacred ground. Mm. After about 100 years from her death, there was a subdivision being built where her property was located. A construction worker uncovered a large stone and used it in the pathway of a new house. The house ended up burning down twice. Uh-oh. Some speculate that the stone was like a marker for her grave. This might be my favorite story for Mary. If she was a witch, I can totally see her coming back for revenge on people that summoned her. 
especially since she has she was obviously a bad witch Mm -hmm. side note apparently mary worth is also a comic book character it's just an accident that they share a name Hmm, interesting yeah oh but the comic book mary worth is like an old lady or something Mm -hmm. and the comic book was under fire for never including african-american people so I well, thought that was kind of a cool mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> yep, I agree. So I have one more possible story that I'm going to share with you. I know that I've heard this story before, but I have no idea where. And it is killing me. <laughs> like killing me. I thought it was in like the the scary stories books. Mm-hmm. Like hooked hook hand man is but i went and picked them up today from my sister's house and i looked through every single one of them but there is a a little snippet for bloody mary in there but Mm -hmm. it is not the story or anything like that Hmm. so i have no idea where i've heard this but i've heard it so this one also takes place in the 1800s A young girl named Mary falls ill. At the time, there is some pandemic going on where people appear to drop dead. Physicians declare them dead, but they end up walking again days later. So to stop them from getting buried alive, they've begun drilling holes in the coffins and running string from the deceased hand to a bell. Mm -hmm. They would sit like this for a few days before burial And hopefully they would wake up in time to ring the bell. So Mary gets sick and dies. Her parents rig up the bell and leave her for a week. Eventually, their friends and neighbors convince them she isn't coming back. They take them to town while some people stay behind to bury the girl. To make her parents feel a little better, they leave the bell attached. After everyone goes home, And while her parents are still out, Mary wakes up. She frantically rings the bell until she accidentally pulls it off its base. Oh, no. She then starts to claw at the coffin trying to free herself. She ends up suffocating. When her parents get home, they notice the bell's broken and immediately go to dig her up. Mm. When they get to her... They find her in a petrified state with her hands still in claw shape, covered in blood. I've actually heard this before, too. Exactly. (laughs) They pull a mirror out to check for condensation to show if she was still breathing. Mm -hmm. Instead, her spirit ends up getting trapped in the mirror, which is what people feared before when they would cover up mirrors. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Now, now that I think about it, maybe this story is familiar because I've heard it in association with Bloody Mary. It's the story I would pick to represent the legend, at least in my opinion. Maybe that's because that's how I was told the story, but I still have no idea where it came from. None. Mm -mm. So... We do have a couple other little options. 
when Bloody Mary, I Killed Your Baby is called out, it's in I reference- still cannot believe that is a thing. <laughs> it is in reference to a story about a woman who's grieving the loss of a child. It's unclear if the child is dead or abducted, but either way, the woman is heartbroken and ends up killing herself. Hmm. Then there are just little ideas like it was a woman who died in a car accident that's horribly disfigured. So when she's summoned, she makes you disfigured. Then the idea that Bloody Mary is the devil. There is also a Japanese legend called Hanaka Sun, also known as Hanaka of the Toilet. Hmm. It's about a young girl who was killed either by a parent or a stranger that took advantage of the World War II air raids to cover the death. Her spirit shows itself in school bathrooms when her name is shouted. So maybe we stole the idea or they stole the idea. Or I was maybe it's say, a coinky dink. Sounds like we have a shared legend. Yep. <laughs> so that brings us to the mirrors. Mirrors are very fascinating. We use them every day. But am I the only one that sits around thinking about the weirdness of them? Like when you look in a mirror... You think you see what other people see, but really you're seeing the inverted image of what people see? Or what if every mirror you encountered is actually a two-way and there's people on the other side like recording you or just watching you? Two-way mirrors do freak me the hell out. (laughs) Or what if it's a through the looking glass sort of deal and there's an entire alternate world in there where everything is just a little wrong? Well, having an alternate world would be kind of neat, but not if everything was wrong. Yes, just a little. Well, it must not be just me because there is a time people would cover mirrors when someone passed away in their home. They believed that if a deceased person were to catch a glimpse of themselves in the mirror, their spirit would be captured and trapped in the house. Hmm. Mirrors are also frequently used in divining rituals called catopatromancy. That sounds right. Yeah. (laughs) Great job. An example of this is an old way young girls tried to figure out who they were going to marry. There would be some chanting. You would lift the mirror or turn to it and see a vague image of your future husband standing behind you. Interesting. If he wasn't there, or you saw a grim figure, Ah. then that would mean... You're going to be a spinster. Worse. Oh. You were probably going to be dead before you got married. Oh, because there's no other option. No, 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 no. You have to get married, or you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Side note, this is in a book by Agatha Christie called Halloween Party that I read last year. And they would have the boys from the party sneak in the room and stand behind the girl so that when she opened her eyes, they would see them. Oh, that's kind of <laughs> cute. <laughs> it's a very good book, by the way. Uh, I've always wanted to read one of her books, so. Mm, maybe not that one. I mean... It's a good one. It just takes a little bit to get going. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm about to read 13 at dinner. I'll let you know after I read that one. All righty. 
put it on my list. Yeah. That's good. They're also very small. In ancient Greece, sick people would go to a temple to look in a mirror to figure out where they stood in this illness. If they saw a healthy face looking back at them, they were going to get better soon. If it was a scary, grotesque face, they were going to (laughs) die. But what if their face was just naturally scary and grotesque and grotesque like that's if not it was very fair. scarier and grotesquer oh. Oh, <laughs> so it's safe to say mirrors hold power but what about the mind there is this fun thing called the troxler effect it's all about your brain's ability to hyper focus on things i think i know what this is Probably. I feel like we've talked about it before, but maybe not. I don't know. Can I just, can I take a guess before you? Sure. Okay. Is it where when you stare at your face for so long, it starts changing or like things start changing? Kind of, but not so specifically. Okay. It's why typically you aren't aware of the clothes touching you or the smells in the room that you're in. Gizmodo.com defined the Troxler effect as the brain, when faced with a lot of stimulation, only some of which is considered relevant, will tune out the non-relevant parts, filling in what it can gather from the general area. It's a little like how the blind spot works, except this is a dynamic process. The brain will zoom in on a desired area and the rest of the space will fade away. So there was a study done where people were asked to stare in a mirror with low light for 10 minutes and then report on what they saw. This is an excerpt of their findings. It was in the article on Gizmodo and I tried to look it up to like go to their uh, resources, Mm -hmm. but the website wasn't working. So I don't know 100% if this is really what they said, but Gizmodo quoted them as the descriptions differed greatly across individuals and included a huge deformations of one's own face reported by 66% of the 50 participants B a parent's face with traits changed. 18% of whom 8% were still alive and 10% were deceased. C, an unknown person, 28%. D, an archetypal face such as that of an old woman, a child, or a portrait of an ancestor, 28%. E, an animal face such as that of a cat, pig, or lion. 18%. And F, fantastical and monstrous beings, 48%. Now, like I said, this is just Gizmodo quoting something that I couldn't verify. But the numbers added up to 206%. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing that they explain it more in the actual study that I Mm -hmm. didn't have access to. So take that for what it is. 
while the majority saw monsters and deformations of their face. Yes, yes. So this is where I want to do our own experiment. Ooh. We are going to go into the bathroom, separate, obvious, because we're in different states. We're going to have one candle lit and stare at ourselves for 10 minutes. I'm oh, not man. sure. <laughs> I'm not sure it's going to work on me. I feel like my ADHD keeps the Troxler effect from working unless I'm hyper-focused and can't just decide what I'm going to hyper-focus on. So, you ready? Okay, let's do this. All right, so we're back. Did you have fun? It was definitely interesting. Cool. So I didn't see monsters or anything crazy like that, but my the two biggest things that kept happening was my left eye kept, I guess there was three things that kept happening so my left eye kept going like up into my forehead so it looked like my (laughs) eyes were like slanted yeah and then also the upper half of my face from like my nose up would go dark like it would just disappear there was no face anymore but the creepiest thing other than the eyeball thing that was pretty creepy but the creepiest thing that kept happening was it looked like I was smiling like I could see my mouth change into a (laughs) smile even though I knew I was not smiling that was the freakiest thing that kept happening I was like I'm not smiling I think that kept happening to me too I I kept feeling like I was smiling but then I'd look at my lips and they were like perfectly straight you know I was just like looking at my lips and it would look like it was smiling in the mirror (laughs) and I'm like I have resting bitch face I know I'm not smiling (laughs) as I'm staring at myself did you look at any specific spot I kept trying to I kept my focus in the middle of my face so your um, nose (laughs) yeah my nose well I kept I don't know if you watched the video that I sent but I did not record in my bathroom I saw that. I know I'm supposed to, yeah. But my bathroom is just seriously chock full of shit right now. So from moving in. Technically, you don't have to record in your bathroom. The reason that most people do Bloody Mary in the bathroom is because during the day, that's the only spot where they could get complete darkness because they didn't have windows too often. But anywhere where it's completely dark, okay so you were totally fine yeah yeah because it's nighttime I turned my lights off in my bedroom and in my bathroom in the closet everything was pitch black but yeah I I did it in my vanity so that works so this is what happened to me every time every time the entire time I had a very hard time keeping my eyes in focus that yes same (laughs) same they almost felt like they were vibrating oh yep then after a few minutes when I blinked I would see the inverse colors 
So like my face would be black, but my hair would be white almost. And then a few more minutes later, my face started hollowing out. Like it looked like I was aging and my forehead was getting bigger. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like my cheeks were like sucking in and my chin was like getting kind of bulbous you know as you get older it kind of does that yeah and then I really tried to start focusing on one spot because I could not focus the entire time on one spot but I really tried hard and I was staring at my left eye and my right eye was on the side where the candle was so as I'm staring at my left eye, my right eye kind of starts to disappear. Interesting. And to make it even weirder, when it would disappear, my brain was trying to react to it being gone and it would act like there was something covering my eye. Like I would feel it. It was very, very awkward. Uh, but you know, it could all just be because I was trying really, 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 really hard to focus on something for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is was, so hard uh, for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's hard for me, a non ADHD sufferer. <laughs> like I was like, wow, it's dark. Yeah. My face. I kept thinking, I heard Matt get out of bed and go to the restroom. And then I heard a door open and I think he was like trying to see if we were still in here recording because he probably didn't hear anything right and I was like oh great he's gonna come downstairs and that's all I was thinking like what am I gonna tell him when he opens the door get out I'm staring at myself (laughs) (laughs) luckily he just went back to bed he probably figured I was doing something weird so (laughs) yeah I passed Mormon. He was on the couch on my way over and he was like, oh, you're done with the episode already. And I was like, not, no, I'm going to go into the bedroom and test out, uh, staring at myself for the podcast. And he was like, what? And I was like, well, your face is supposed to distort. And he was like, I think I did that at sleepovers when I was a kid, we would stare at each other in the dark. And I was like, yeah, nice. Your own kind of experiment. Kind of weird. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so back to the little bit of the story I got left. So why did people want to seek someone out that wanted to hurt them more than likely? That that is the age old question. (laughs) It's definitely a thrill seeking thing. Definitely. This is what author Gail DeVos has to say on the matter. So why do children continue to summon Bloody Mary? Flirting with danger and possible tragedy, the ages between 9 and 12, so almost Jamie's age, oh man, are labeled the Robinson age by psychologists. This Hmm. is the period when children need to satisfy their craving for excitement by participating in ritual games and playing in the dark. They are... constantly looking for a safe way to extract pleasure and release anxiety and fears interesting yeah i thought it was pretty interesting i mean that would be around the time that i'd go to sleepovers and we'd do it and then you know you get a little older and you're like this is stupid and you don't want to do it anymore well i was just thinking um around that age for me um I think it was called Manhunt. 
I think that's what we called it when we were kids. But um, <laughs> in Shazy, New York, where my aunt lived, you know, she had forest all around her house. So my cousins and I, um, we'd all pair up in the dark and go into the forest and we'd hunt for each other. Yeah. And, you know, my my cousins are older than me um, and there's two boys and a girl. And so it was terrifying, like <laughs> being little kids, you know, but they were older. And so like, yeah, it was that would make a lot of sense because I loved fucking doing it, but it scared the ever loving out of me. Yeah. I mean, I did all sorts of stuff and, you know. I was also, I was really into scary stories and Same. scary movies and Tales from the Crypt was my favorite show. Yes. <laughs> Mine too. It I, was seriously my favorite. I would always uh, copy his little laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And that does, it makes so much sense because when we would go on road trips with my parents and we were that age and it was dark when we'd mm-hmm. be driving um sorry if you guys just heard that I think the kitten just knocked something over one of the cats I don't know some some (laughs) animal in this house knocked something over um but we would be driving at night you know and my dad would always tell us scary stories like while we were driving and be looking out the window like terrified and pig man and yeah all of that (laughs) stuff so it was all around that age Mm -hmm. yeah So to end this, I wanted to bring in some personal experiences. I got a few from the articles I was reading, but then I have a funny story to tell as to why I don't really have more. Plus we're running out of time, you know? So the first is just a little snippet about a girl that was calling on Mary Worth, the witch, and ended with, I don't believe in Mary Worth. Ooh. nothing happened so the girl left the bathroom as she was leaving the bathroom she tripped over the door jam and broke her hip not well, saying it's related <laughs> it's possible take that and you don't believe in me bitch. yeah <laughs> then these two came from an article in like a little magazine thing called unexplained so this one says i was 10 years old and my friend and I were having a sleepover. After gossiping about every boy in school, we got bored and we started talking about our favorite horror movies. When that got us thoroughly freaked, we tried to come up with things we could do that would freak us out more. I would pretend I could hear someone knocking on the door on my back patio. My whole backyard was forest, so this was particularly creepy. Man, I've done this so much. (laughs) My friend kept on pretending she'd hear someone coming down the stairs. My bedroom was on the bottom floor of the house, so being in the basement pretending someone was coming downstairs was also really scary. When I remembered Bloody Mary, and we both squealed appropriately, and I got the candles. (laughs) We went into the bathroom and lit the candles. I decided... pause. How old are they? I have no idea. Because I was just thinking... 10 10 year olds playing with candles i don't like it (laughs) anyways continue hey i was 
playing with fire when I was 10. I didn't burn the house down. (laughs) Almost good. (laughs) Anyway, I decided to be the brave one and I spun in circles. Ooh, a spinner. There you go. A little more than three times, but we were giggling at this point. So the dizzier, the better. We both went in the mirror and said, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. I couldn't focus. I was so dizzy. So I asked my friend if she saw anything. She said no. And then in the reflection in the mirror, we both saw the window that faced my backyard. And there, staring at us from outside, was a girl with her hands plastered on the window. Oh, no. (laughs) Her mouth was open like she was screaming. We screamed and ran as fast as we could up the stairs to my parents' room. We wanted my dad to go check it out. When he went down there, there was no girl, no nothing. We didn't sleep a wink that night. And to be honest, I didn't sleep for a week after. I do not blame you. I kept the curtains down and put earplugs in my ears. But that moment has always stuck with me. That would have scared the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, I probably would have done the same. Uh, So this was the other one from the article. A friend of mine lost her cousin to this game. Whether coincidental or real, she died a few days later after summoning Bloody Mary. Hmm. Spooky. They were both 13 at the time and very close. The two of them were sleeping over at my friend's house when her cousin suddenly blurted out that they should play Bloody Mary. Being afraid of summoning the spirit after hearing many horror stories about what she does to you if you see her, decided that, oh, this was the friend. She decided that she didn't want to participate in the seance. Still wanting to do it, the cousin goes to the bathroom alone and calls Bloody Mary. After standing in the dark for a few minutes, she comes out and tells her, the other girl, that she did not see anything. Sounding a little disappointed, everything seemed normal for the rest of the night. About three days later, the cousin is found dead in her bed. She went to bed and never woke up again. Oh my God. My friend was shocked at what happened was too scared to tell her parents because she felt guilty for letting her cousin go in and summon Bloody Mary herself. She finally told them, and they said that Bloody Mary is just a myth. It's not real. They also said to not feel guilty about what happened and that her cousin died because it was her time to go. Mm. There's probably, you know, she should not feel guilty for that. She should not. No, but, and I mean... that's so hard especially on kids Mm -hmm. um but most likely there was probably some underlying medical condition but still like that is so hard for a kid Mm -hmm. to take be like Mm. oh my god my cousin died because we were idiots (laughs) i know that has to be so scary so now the reason why i only had those to share i went to reddit and i was so excited Because I started typing in Bloody Mary and it auto-filled with victims. I was like, hell yeah, Bloody Mary victims. It's going to be awesome. No, it's not. 
It's just people that order those Bloody Mary drinks that have like a whole meal on top. So like there was one with a deep fried crab and French fries or freaking burgers with the straw poked through it. Ugh. Disgusting. I was so... And why is it called Bloody Mary Victims? I don't know. What are you a victim of? A heart I attack? Was so Liver upset. disease? Like the very first one before I saw any of the pictures was literally someone being like, I hope you guys are being safe. And I'm like, oh, sweet. And then I scroll down and there's freaking food. Food, food, food. Oh, I was so upset. (laughs) That's kind of funny, but that is a weird thing. It's very upsetting, though. (laughs) I know. You would think on Reddit, too, there would be. Well, I probably could have found something, but I got discouraged. You were like, fuck that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway. To finish this story off, though, I do have a couple of pop culture references to let you know about. Mm-hmm. It was featured in the urban legend, in urban legend, the movie in the 90s. And X-Files had an episode with a name that I can't say, but it's spelled S-Y-Z-Y-G-Y. Do you remember that episode? Wait, say that again. S-Y-Z-Y-G-Y. That was the episode name. Oh, I do remember that. No, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I do remember <laughs> seeing it when I clicked to, to watch it and was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, that is the episode Bloody Mary's featured in. Then it was also in Candyman, which kind of yeah. mished, mashed it with Hook Hand Man. Yes. Here's- Apparently, I really need to see Candyman because both of You've those are my favorites. It? You've never not the original. I've never, I've never seen Candyman at all. Oh, okay. Don't watch the new one. Watch the original first because the original one is way better in my opinion. <laughs> I did like the newer one, but it, I don't know. It wasn't scary to me. It was, I don't know. Candyman, the original was really good though. Okay. Well, I need to watch it because now both of my favorite urban legends are in there. So I'm like, so what do you think about Bloody Mary? Which story do you pick? Um, so I'm going back to the one where she um, got him with the knitting needles. Mm, the I think that one whales. fits. Yeah, I think that one fits the best because she scratched him with the knitting needles. She was in the mirror. She, he saw her in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Her name's Mary. So mm-hmm. I, I just think that one fits the best. Mm-hmm. And see, I like the last one because her spirit gets trapped in the mirror. Yeah. I, I mean, I could see that one definitely yeah. too. But yeah. And then and then Elizabeth Bathory, although I still don't know why <laughs> it would be Mary. But I, I think it's because she was in the same time period as the other Marys, the Queen Marys. Mm-hmm. Um, because they kind of overlapped a little bit. So I think that like, since she was around the same time that people just get them all mixed up weird, Mm -hmm. but Mary was like, everyone was named Mary or Catherine or Elizabeth. Elizabeth. (laughs) I think Henry the eighth married two or three wives had the name Catherine. Probably. I know at least two of them did, but I, I want to say 
a third one had the name Catherine too. So half of his wives were named Catherine. <laughs> Maybe you just have a thing for the name. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, it's still a popular name. Well, kind of. My mother-in-law and my aunt's name is Kathy. Kathy. So yeah. So any other thoughts? Did you do you believe the the mirror stuff? I mean your eyes did travel yeah i mean i definitely believe that that is a thing that happens i do i think that it is paranormal in any way no but i and i do think it's just our brains you know trying to make sense of the lack of light (laughs) there's no light so it's making up things the only thing that bothers me about it is that like the age group that this legend targets the most is obviously children and Mm -hmm. sleepovers i don't think the most children have the attention span to spend 10 minutes looking at themselves but honestly i don't think it takes 10 minutes it did only take a couple minutes yeah yeah within the first like minute or two of just staring that is when my eyes started like loop going up (laughs) so i don't think it takes 10 minutes i mean if maybe if you want to feel like max effect then sure but i don't think even a couple minutes minutes, i mean like i've been in the bathroom a lot with candlelight because i like baths that are comfy and i get out of the bath and i look in the mirror and i don't see anything anything weird well i mean marmon said he was doing it at about that age so there's some children that do i mean he's weird but there are some (laughs) there's some children that do that's true i guess so what do you guys think which story do you like best for the origin and are you gonna go try the mirror thing now because it was fun if you have the attention span (laughs) Have any creepy happenings of when you've tried the ritual? How about other things in your life that are just weird? Send we your stories to us. Please send them. Uh, you can do that by sending us an email at thisislegendpod at gmail.com or you can go to our website, thisislegendpod.com. We have a submit form on there and you can listen to our episodes and see our pictures and our sources. Um, also, follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at This Is Legend Pod. So keep it spooky, classy, and sassy. But most of all, keep it legendary. Goodbye. Toodaloo.